Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. seems like the Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner moment is going to be an actual Thing. series of yes. moments. This is not just like, uh, oh, she drinks too much. Give me the children. We're done. Like this is a transatlantic conflama at this point with other celebrities weighing in on tweets. I mean, when I, but I, prior to this broadcast, I found out that Jessica Chastain, she of the eyes of Tammy Faye uh, has weighed in in support of Sophie Turner and I'm just what, thinking what why, is going on here what are people this is the funny thing is that like celebrities think that like this is really what we want to hear from them of like uh, honestly of, like I stand in solidarity with Sophie Turner right, like of all the causes to champion <laughs> yeah. it's standing with Sophie Turner Roxanne Gay weighed in today on Twitter and was just a Joe Jonas needs to give these children's passports back which, to their mother I'm like which by what? the way this is international intrigue. Which, by the way, like, I also stand with Sophie Turner. Like, I think Joe Jonas is a piece of trash. And, like, what are you doing? However, it's like, the minute you go, like, oh, I'm filing a lawsuit to the person that I just filed for divorce from is, like, shots fired. Can you, and I'm this is not a quiz, but has he really seized the children's passports and is uh, not letting them return to the UK? According to the, the courts, yes, apparently. Hmm. Well, here's the thing in a situation like this, especially when you have celebrities going at it with each other, whoever is the hotter of the two, I'm just going to assume is right. So Sophie Turner, you need to zip it. No one wants to hear from you. <laughs> Joe Jonas is the winner. I have declared him innocent in all courts of law. And if anyone has photos of him nude, please post them. Uh, please DM them to the Fixing Famous People Instagram page. Thank you. He's the winner. He is blameless. However, it's sad that she like gave up what would have been a really 
successful career in acting to like have his children. And now he's like holding that against her basically. Is that what she did? Do you think? Did she just, it's sad because Sophie Turner was like, let me go have his children and like be a mom for a couple of years. While Amelia Clark snags all the roles coming off of game of Thrones, the biggest show to ever exist. Right. But now it's like sad because I'm like, I wish you wouldn't have done that. Cause now like you're just like filing lawsuits against your ex-husband and like, you should be like in a, you should be like getting Oscar buzz right now. Not like pulling a knot without my daughter on your kids. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, a couple of things. First of all, I don't actually think Amelia Clark's been stealing all these roles. I think she was in one shitty rom-com yeah. last year. And I was like, this is your next step. Nice knowing you. See you in the prequel or sequel to Game of Thrones because that's all you got. And number two, a headline I did not see coming was like Joe Jonas complains Sophie Turner too much of a party animal and unfit to raise children. I'm like, Sansa? What? How is she the the offender here in the headlines? I mean, he's obviously planned this offensive for quite a while. That's dirty. That's playing mm. fucking dirty too. Mm-hmm. And so obviously all the women, including Taylor Swift, are up in arms. Is Taylor Swift uh in full support of Sophie Turner? Yes. Did you not question. see the photograph of them walking out not. of Via Car- Dominic, do you live on this planet? What are you saying to me right now? Okay, Chris, I want you to remember saying that. And then the first time you don't know one <laughs> very simple fact, I'm going to roast you like a pig at a luau. I know, but Dominic, Go on. this photo was put on every single person's Instagram story that exists on Instagram. The well, I look at yours every day and I didn't see it. Was it on your story? Oh, no, it was You're a liar already. <laughs> it's the photo of... <laughs> Sophie Turner and Taylor Swift walking out of Via Carota, the Italian restaurant in the West Village, arm in arm, hand in hand. And the internet exploded. Well, can't they just be friends? Oh, no, yes. But it's just like Taylor showing her support of Sophie Turner, that being like, I got your back, girl. So that the Swifties are on Joe Jonas's ass. Mm, The Christian Jonas machine (laughs) moves full speed ahead. We like virgins and we don't like drunks. Goodbye, Sophie Turner. Remember when Joe Jonas was the undisputed hottest Jonas brother? And then all of a sudden, Nick Jonas went through puberty and the whole world was like, oh, how you doing, Nick? For real. And even Kevin, though, has had a bit of a glow up recently. I mean, if we're going to like, you know. Stop what? You don't think Kevin Jonas is attractive? (laughs) They're fine. But like, it's I'm just it's so hilarious that they're still famous, in my opinion. Do you think they're untalented? Is that why you're miffed? No, but I don't think they're like terribly talented either. <laughs> like wow. they're fine. That's a mini slam. That's a that's a they're that's fine. a semi slam. Regardless, it, I mean it's just crazy. Like the unfit mother, like the lawsuits about the passports. It's that's it's dirty intrigue. Yeah. I love international yeah. intrigue. A transatlantic scandal. It's crazy. I love that. And by the way, uh, to my friend Danielle, who accuses me of using a British accent on this podcast, I did use one then because I said the word (laughs) transatlantic. I can't wait to see how it plays out. But I don't know. Joe Jonas as a single dad. That's a sexy look. I know. he's That sad part is it's like you are getting you're like blinded by his beauty and and not seeing it for what it is, I feel. Uh, Correct. Because I live on planet Earth and I know what makes money. And if you are good looking, nothing else matters. And he is beyond good looking. And also as such, because he's so good looking, he's a great dad. (laughs) 
Okay, you talked about your friend Danielle. Speaking of our listeners, yeah, I have two important write-ins to read to you. Please. Someone wrote in and said, I've been binging your podcast and just found out my boyfriend cheated on me with his ex. The first thing I thought to say was, that's clitorally insane. (laughs) Enter, 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 enter. (laughs) Really threw him for a loop. (laughs) I mean... I mean, that's an honor. That's an honor. I'm sorry. That is an honor. To be part of people's core memories? Yes. I think that's fantastic. That man will be quoting our words until he's dead and probably never know where it came from. But like, that's literally insane. The first thing you hurl at someone that you want to destroy when you hear that they've betrayed you. I'm an honor. An honor. That's all. I've ne- I have to say I've never used the word clitorally while in a rage before. We should be. Is, we should be doing it more, I it think. It doesn't come to my mind then. It only comes to my mind for comedic and conversational purposes, but I, w- I don't think I'd ever hurl it at someone in anger. Now, I will, though. I'm trying to think of this a situation in which I would get angry. I mean, I get angry very quickly at almost everyone. So whatever whatever <laughs> cashier I encounter next, I will say you are clearly taking too long. Then be like, "Sir." <laughs> well, if I'm lucky. Yeah. If you say, "Sir." <laughs> okay, this is another one. I I wish we could laugh more about you being a woman, but um a bearded woman. A bearded woman, the bearded lady. I get another DM. Yeah. Long Island Ice Tea mm-hmm. Emergency all capitals. <laughs> Oh, and P.S. Someone else was like DMing me and was like, are you guys, you guys haven't talked about Long Island iced teas in a couple episodes. Like, are you guys okay? Like, should I send you money so you can go out and buy a drink? <laughs> and I was like, yes. Um, okay. Long Island iced tea emergency. Or tea emergency really is yes, how it should have been. Draws. Should have thought of that. I should have thought of that. I'm on a working holiday visa in Australia. Today I went into a nice bar to give them my resume. They immediately were like, do you want to work right now? Which <laughs> that's a bad sign. That's a, that which is this a person bad says, sign. didn't even take my resume. This should have been my first warning sign of what was about <laughs> to occur. <laughs> I'm in the middle of my three hour quotes trial shift. And the bartender slips me and my roommate from Denmark, who was also doing the trial, a drink and says, try this. Like he was so proud of the drink he concocted. It was light green and tasted delicious. And the words that came out of my mouth, my roommate's mouth shocked me. She said, he said, it's a Long Island iced tea. My jaw dropped. And then I thought of you. Safe to say, I will only be returning to this bar as a customer. Why even that, actually? (laughs) Why would you even walk in there, girl? No, walk around the... I would avoid even walking past the storefront. What was the green ingredient, I wonder, in the Long Island? I don't know. I was thinking, like, is it... Remember whenever, like, Coca-Cola was green? Yeah. Because it's in, like, he was in Australia, but maybe it's something else. I don't know. Maybe someone added a little creme de menthe, perhaps? Uh, Which would be nice. It could be... It would would actually class up the Long Island iced tea a little bit if it had, like, a minty... A minty flavor. But just imagine being like, here's like a little pick me up while you're doing your shift and like taste this drink that I concocted and it's just a long island. <laughs> I also like, love that she's in Australia and she's with someone from Denmark. I mean, how far is this wh- podcast she- reaching? <laughs> Who who was seated next to her? James Bond? Like yeah. who, who, where are these people writing in from? <laughs> when she's like, I'm trying to get a job at a like me and my roommate are like sidling up to the bar with our little resumes like trying to get a 
trying to get mm-hmm. like a job and the and it's mm-hmm. like isn't that like the plot of coyote ugly she goes into the bar and the, <laughs> the manager's like what do you want to do right now like let's go and then she like throws her up on the bar like right i bet it was just tyra banks playing a joke on us she's <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. done like she's un- under an assumed name and she is she is fucking with us now because she didn't like when we did a podcast about her yeah probably i do like though if people are like well what's the core audience of your podcast well like middle-aged gay men and australian student bartenders <laughs> that drink long That's island iced to us. yeah and someone also tagged us in something that was like this bar like refuses to make long island iced teas because it's like too complicated or something like that oh my god just pre-mix it for god's know, sake right? you can buy it in the store mixed already <laughs> That's how complicated it is. Oh God! But just to let everyone know, we we are Long Island iced teas do exist still, and we're people are sending in their stories. And if you would like to send in a Long Island iced tea story, we would love to read it on the podcast. Please DM us your yes. Long Island iced tea story on Instagram, please. And we do. Speaking of Long Island iced teas, without giving too much away before the holiday season, there may or may not be more mention of the Long Island iced tea in the coming weeks. So watch this space. Watch this space, as they say. Speaking of the holiday season, Dominic, I have to tell you that I pulled out a candle today. Mm -hmm. When we were doing our collaboration with Wax Cabin Candle Company, when we were basically like, deciding what size we wanted jen from wax cabin kept like sending us like samples that she had and one of these samples that i got you might not have gotten this i got a pumpkin horchata candle from wax cabin candle company it was a small little yes 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 run do not walk to light this it is the perfect fall candle I am so glad you reminded me that I have that because I remember smelling it and putting it away because I was afraid that I was going to get was like super June. stoned and, and want to drink it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It no, like- I thought I was going to melt it till all the wax was liquid and I was going to shoot it. That's yeah. what I thought would happen. But it does it make your it, it, it does make your mouth water that candle for sure. Dominic, it's so great. It's just pumpkiny enough. It's not overbearing. I immediately went on the website and bought two and never and sent oh them to my, my god. House. It's great. It, it so, really is great. I'm glad you reminded me that I have it. The Clitterly candles it. are sold out. Maybe we'll come back with them soon. But I'm just saying, run, do not walk. The Wax Cabin Pumpkin Horchata candle is a must-have for the fall. It's that simple. Ta-da. Anyway. <laughs> As of press time, which, you know, we record our little intros here on Monday nights, it seems like the WGA has reached an agreement. So hopefully by the time this airs, that won't have reversed itself. But of course, the big news is that all the daytime talk shows can now return. And Drew Barrymore had, what, like a 36-hour vacation after vociferously <laughs> apologizing <laughs> and her career being over. A day and a half later, everyone's like, oh, not so fast, girl. Get back and do your shit. So the question is, it's just is she is she permanently damaged from this, or can we just be like, oh, Drew, come on. I kind of want to say no, but it's just one of those things too, where it's like, now you look back on it and it's like a couple days, like changes everything. Yeah. (laughs) Like if you think you need to do this right now, like sometimes you don't. Mm -hmm. Like if you you think you need to do something right now, it's like, sometimes you don't. I still maintain that her heart was in the best of places. Sure. Really. Sure. Regardless, it's like, it's funny how just like so quickly everything changes. And then it's like, oh, so in theory, like, 
if she would have been like starting to film this, they would have just started filming it because that's what they're all going to go back to work. Right. Uh, where else do we need to go right now? Uh, Bijou Phillips is divorcing Danny Masterson. And, you know, I think that it's a real testament to what a loyal wife she is, because a lot of people have a high threshold with what they will put up with. And it just turns out that when when he's actually convicted of raping a bunch of people, that's where you draw the line. That's when you say, this is not, you are not my life partner. Even though I've been hearing rumors about all of this for 15, 20 years and just sort of ignored all of it. But now that the court says so, I think I'm going to just live that single life. No, oh, beige. I wish I could say that I even knew who this person was other than being Danny Masterson's wife. Is she well, famous at all? No. Well, yeah. She is. She's of the Phillips uh, dynasty. I mean, she does have like oh. a small career of her own as an entertainer, but she's not certainly like mainstream at all. Yeah, she was no. in the, she was sort of part of like the Perez Hilton delisted gossip moment. She, she was, sure. she was wrapped up in all that in like 05, 06 around then. She was like a mini, a mini celeb. Sure. Okay. You can't say I care. Very not, bitter about not for nothing. Fella. It's just like, I can't, can't say that I care about anything she does. That's that, fine. I mean, that's a slam, but it's. It is. It is. Um, well, Chris, how could you not know about Bijou Phillips? Her name has only <laughs> been on his <laughs> lips for the past 20 years. How quickly. It, wait, and you also need to know that I'm actively cutting out every single time I say, do you know what I mean in our podcast? <laughs> <No. laughs> Now that the people have spoken and I'm the most annoying person alive, I'm actively oh, they don't, making no one sure, thinks that. Making sure that no one that. can say that about me ever. No again. one thinks that. Taylor Swift looks like she's got herself another boyfriend, this Travis person who's on a sports team somewhere in <laughs> Kansas or Missouri. I have no idea, but the countdown is on until the song that ruins his life. I mean, I it's also like dating. Like, like people are dating when they go on two dates. Like, when you're a celebrity, if you're seen with them twice, and plus it's all publicity, everything she, all why, her dates are Why would are she publicity. need to do that is my question. She, because she runs the entire world right she now. Loves, what does she need publicity for? She loves staying in the press. As much as ever all the Swifties can come for me, she loves articles being written about her. I know well, that she God doesn't bless want her because I will never, ever have enough affection for another human being to sit through an entire football game. So they might as well get married because that's all right. She's already gone a bridge further than I would ever go for anyone <laughs> by just sitting. Through that is game. not true at all. Yes, it is. You've objectified true. Joe Jonas for like 25 minutes. Men are just like grappling each other and bringing each other to the ground in the most like homoerotic ways possible. See, I don't think that it's homoerotic oh, really? at all. I, do, I don't find football homo. I, I think wrestling is, but with sure. all the, the padding and stuff with football, that's nothing. You can't like see their junk enough for what you're liking. I mean, honestly, you've boiled it down to my only criteria. <laughs> <laughs> no difference. No dominant. Sorry. We're disgusting. All right. Now, shall we go into this week's Brit watch? <sighs> oh, baby, baby. Brittany watch. We. Wait, that was That's really how poor awkward. we are. We don't even we don't even no, have we, electronic sound have, effects. They're just we have made to with foley our it. Yeah, we have to do foley <laughs> ourselves. Yeah, I mean, Brittany, 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 Brittany. I'm loving. She's now holding her own phone in her videos. Okay, which is because like, Sam, because Sam has been kicked out. He he took away her like her like ring light like little tripod that she probably put it on. 
<laughs> like she's like in that most recent video where she's like on that pole and she's holding the the phone and videoing it from the mirror. So I'm like, okay, like you are doing this yourself, which makes me half happy. And then I'm also sad because I'm like, you have to hold it now yourself. That's sad. Right. Um, she's Britney Spears and she can't find one person to just hold the phone still. Or a or a tripod. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't even need to be a person. It's just like a stick that she puts in the ground. Basically. Or just leaning on a shelf. On a book. Yeah. Like the shelf. Of, yeah. She's home. So that's good. I, for a couple of days, I was like, is she alive? And we are now seeing that she's home. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, cause you were worried about her international travels. Yes. A hundred percent. I yeah. didn't see any pictures of her in Italy. So did she even go to Italy? Oh, wait, Chris, how am I not? How did the first week of the Britney Spears prayer chain go? Every day I'm doing sending a prayer to her. Okay, but you're doing it, but what are, are other people doing it? Other people are doing it. People are posting their alarms at noon. Aaron Bagwell, okay. obviously, in solidarity with me. Right. Um, there's other cookies are posting. I've <laughs> stopped filming scenes of a television show to make the entire crew think about Britney mm. and send her positive vibes and pray for her. And that sounds like a religious exemption you should have written into your deal deal memo. 100%. Actually, it's like you have to pray for Britney every day at noon and cannot be disturbed. It should be on the call sheet. And the crew gets their own Brit watch like every day, basically. Like when I say when over walkie. Like, it's noon, everyone send Britney Spears positive vibes. They're like, how is she doing? Like, they're legitimately concerned and on this ride with me now. They are legitimately concerned? Is that yes. what you meant? Yes, they are. As part of Brit Watch, I do think we should discuss the fact that on the forthcoming season of Dancing with the, I'm going to use stars in quotes here. We're just going to <laughs> like call humongous, it, dan- it Dancing like, with from now like on. Two, like, humongous, like... You know, whenever someone has like a birthday and it's like 29 and it's those big, huge like balloons. Uh huh. <laughs> that size quotes. <laughs> Stars. <laughs> Mylar quotation yes. marks. Yeah. Jamie Lynn Spears will be appearing on Dancing with the Stars. And you just, you got to give it to her. She just, she won't stop. Can't How? stop, won't stop is the Jamie Lynn Spears life motto right there. How fucking. Dare, dare you. How I will dare I you. can't wait to watch on purpose to vote for everyone else but her. <laughs> and the fa- and you know what? I'm also mad. Producers of Dancing with the Stars, why are you not asking Britney to be on the show? I mean, it's possible they have and that she's Why said is no. she not let Britney do it? She's dancing around like a freak auditioning for you every day. But isn't the gist of the show that you're not, you can't be like a professional. I mean, I'm, Brittany is, well, she is a professional No, they dancer. have professional dancers is. all the time. Then how do people like Sean Spicer get on that show? Because like, it's like, why they, would they Because even- it's stunt casting. That's the whole point. And which is why we all watch it. Because I was like, I need to see Carol Baskin and uh, Monica Aldama from Cheer be on Dancing with the Stars. Jamie Lynn Spears, I, I hope, when does Britney's book come out? December, October. October. Octo- oh, so we're just so Jamie Lynn. A stone's throw from now. Well, yeah. I mean, it is possible that she will still be a contestant on Dancing with. Oh my while God, you're right. This book comes out. Holy which fucking is, shit. Which is now that now that we're discussing it is probably why they have cast her on the show because I can only imagine that Brit like serves her sister a fresh plate of shit in multiple chapters of this book that I know she has spent several years writing completely on her own. 
Um, just kidding. She doesn't <laughs> read or write English, but it's I'm I'm look now. I'll watch Dancing with the so-called stars uh, just to see if the judges question like question her like how is your sister? You're book. so fucking right. Why am I not like like rabid to watch the show? Well, we're beating it out now. Now it's gonna. Now we're gonna during Brit Watch every week. Oh, baby, baby, we're gonna be talking about Dancing with the Stars as yeah, well. You're right. Okay. All right. It's gonna be Brit. It's gonna be Jamie Lynn. You know, Jamie Lynn not taking a cue from the Lohan family. You know, where no, it's like, good, not at all. During someone's eleventh comeback, that's where you don't see Dina, no Michael, no Allie, not even a Cody Lohan. Everyone's just sort of gone. Jamie Lynn's like, I gotta make that money, baby. Fuck I'm her. gonna make this. This whole family sounds like Paula Dean to me. To every quote, single one of them. To quote Wendy Williams, death to all of them. (laughs) (laughs) You miss Wendy Williams so much. I miss her every day. Miss her every day. I think it's the sweetest thing. I think you might actually be one of her biggest fans. I am. We should get her. I mean, what is she doing? She could come on this this podcast, can't she? I don't know. Wendy. Um, Okay. Someone just needs to hook her up to a phone. Give her yeah. some headphones. Honestly, and it, as I said in the episode, just uh, she just needs an Instagram account. That's all. A quick programming note. We recorded this episode before the VMAs were in sync, reunited together to give Taylor Swift a VMA. Right. And before they went on Hot Ones and announced that they basically are like going back on tour together. So, and of course, before they released a song in the year's most critically acclaimed, I'm sure it will be film trolls three. three. <laughs> yeah. So the trolling, know that the trolling truly, <laughs> right? The crowing, I love it. Um, <clears throat> so know that, like, we would have discussed that more in detail if it would have happened while we were discussing the episode. But it's still ten tons of fun. So let's uh, let's get into the fix. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. All right, this is a little bit of a throwback client, but there's a laundry list of things to talk about with Justin Timberlake. And here to do that with us, it is comedian Holly Brown. Holly, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I, uh, longtime listener, love the show. And thank just you. Excited to, you know, do a little dunking on JT. <laughs> the worst person I've ever met is a huge Justin Timberlake fan. And the best person I've ever met is a huge Justin Timberlake fan. Wow. So I find that crossover very fascinating given his history. And disturbing, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Well, we start off 
of course, by revealing the middle name. Now, if you know it, don't play the game. But what is your guess about what Justin Timberlake's middle name would be? Oh, my God. I've heard this. And I know, I, I know, I don't know what it is, but I know the sphere it's in because I think it's a, oh my, a dweeb. I think it's something dweeby and mm. or something. Can no. be. Dweeby could be any gender. I have two guesses. Go ahead. Weirdly, the words, I'm using my clairvoyant abilities to try to conjure this. And the first two Here words that go. came into my mind, one was Courtney. Is that correct? Good guess. It's not Courtney, but that's a wonderful but it's close. guess. The second one, which I can't explain, is Messiah. It is absolutely not Messiah. <laughs> it is Justin Randall Timberlake. Oh, Randall. oh you, made it, you made it sound like it was like something insane. It's. I think that that's that's uncommon. Yeah, the word Randall. I think so. Randall's not great. Randall's not great. Yeah, it's not great. It's not. <laughs> And in case anyone's wondering, he was born in 1981. He is 42 years of age. Is Timberlake his real last name? Uh, it appears to be. Yeah, he is. Because the... that's like a celebrity last name. Like, I would assume that that would not be his real last name. Or a news anchor name, or maybe a forester, or a, a scientist. You know, well, we're going to get to like geography. Well, we're going to get to like the downfall of his career, which was that weird album where it was, I think it was literally called, literally called Man in the Woods. Remember? He had like that one weird I album. I mean, I barely it. do. Yeah. I, I the, actually barely remember. I, know. I don't he know did any at the songs Super Bowl the and everyone was like, Who are you? Where do we start? Well, I'll tell you that my first. Yeah. What was your first like tussle with Justin Timberlake? If I'm not mistaken, InSync was on the Ricky Lake show when I worked there in the mid nineties. I don't, I know, I think that they were there, but I didn't produce that segment. Britney Spears was absolutely on Ricky Lake when I was there. And she was a young, she was a child for real when she was on that show. And I, I remember her being in the mega room and being an actual child. I was told, I think InSync was there. If anyone who worked at Ricky listens to the podcast, send us a DM. Cause I do think that they were there right before they sort of like took over the world. But the this world. is the last band that I remember that took over the world in such a way where it was like manic. Like you remember like when InSync was around like 99, 2000, like they did, they released an album and it sold over 2 million copies in one day, in one week, which at the time was unheard of. And yeah. they just were super superstars very quickly. I never did though see, and you guys are younger than me, so maybe you have, I never watched the Mouseketeer era of this. The Mickey of, Mouse Club. Yeah. I was too young. They were, that was a little bit before me. Yeah. Same. I, I yeah. haven't. However, InSync's first album was the second CD that I ever owned, only to be eclipsed by the Spice Girls' first album called Spice. Mm. And if that doesn't uh, tell you right, something about well, my personality, like, I don't know what will. <laughs> I mean, I'd still go in a heartbeat so fast and, you know, just, ch I have to. I would go see Backstreet Boys in a heartbeat, but... I'd even see jo Joey Fatone performing right now at Epcot in a heartbeat. Can Stop. I tell you, he would come to your house. He'll do a backyard barbecue for you for $50. I, I swear to you, he's like a live I cameo it. celebrity. He'll Wait, just come to Can you. I feed him in burgers? Yes. I 
worked with Joey Fatone before. And is that a euphemism for having had an affair with him, or you you no. actually did work on a job with him? Okay. Incorrect. I worked on a show called Rewrapped that was on the Food Network. He was the host. It okay. only lasted two seasons, and it was Mark Summers was also like the main judge, oh and God. it was basically like remaking snack foods. And he was gr- jo- Joey was great. He was so nice, the nicest person, hard worker, was ready to go. And he, I was like, wow, a class act, like a class act. And in the raffle, we did something where it was like we were doing a raffle and we were winning prizes or something weird. I don't know why. I think it was just for like crew morale. And one mm-hmm. of the prizes that you could have won was like this VHS tape that he had shot that like was sold at the time like, at their concerts. But it was it wasn't a porn by him, Dominic. But it was like he was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to be a filmmaker. He's like, I'm going to be a filmmaker. And he would like did all this BTS like of behind the scenes while they were touring. And it was in a VHS. And he had one of them still in the plastic. Oh my God. I want it. And it's still on my bookshelf in my, in my uh, spare room. Don't you have to bring it somewhere to get it digitized. If you try to play it, it'll just like, it'll melt. Mm -hmm. That's what I tried to play some old VHS tapes when I was putting stuff together for my parents 50th a few years ago. And I bought like, it was a disaster. Like they, they can't, those tapes can't sit for long sealed up they gotta like you have to bring them somewhere and make sure they like very carefully unfurl it yeah because they can like warp and melt in sync was one of the casualties of lou perlman the you know right producer that like basically what i want to squandered all of their money like they got paid like three hundred dollars like like in sync was taking over the world as you say dominic and they got paid mm-hmm. like pennies peanuts compared to how much money was actually being raked in by their record label when they right first that's why they're all on cameo except for justin that's why he's yeah. just got like fuck you money I didn't realize that the Mickey Mouse Club had, I mean, I guess I knew it was like pretty prolific, but it was like Justin, Brittany, Christina, JC Chazé, Ryan Gosling. And this is the new one to me. Carrie Russell, I did not know was part of the whole, the whole new Mickey Mouse Club, which makes sense because her hair was so similar to Justin's at that time. It must have been the same (laughs) styles. There must have been a spiral curl queen in that HMU trailer who was just like, bring me Justin and Carrie. But right? I've never seen any Carrie Russell from the show, which is funny because I feel like there's so much footage of all the other ones, like Brian Gosling, you know, singing and dancing his little heart out. He's so good. Carrie Russell's the only one I've never seen them release footage of. And I wonder why. What? I wonder why. Because she's like a real actor. She's like, how fucking dare you think that you're going to fucking put this on? (laughs) Do you you think she put a stop to it? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. If that was even an option, we who knows how many actors we know were actually mouseketeers and we'll never know. Maybe Helen Mirren was in there with, with Stop. them at you the loved time. Helen like, Mirren is your new Judy Dench. Can I say that? I you you did say it and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. I want I, I wanna have lunch with the two of them. You know when you have like showbiz fantasies about things you would want to do? I would like I, I have a fantasy that I'm appearing in a play with Judy Dench, Maggie Smith, and Helen 
Mirren, that they're just like three old ladies every year who go to some cabin in the mountains and do a thing. And I'm one of their sons or grandsons and I play a supporting role and I'm, it's just the play is just the four of us and that I get to spend a whole Broadway season just chatting with these three people. And And I'm now going to close the door to my head and get back to this podcast. You're all welcome (laughs) for that very cringy trip into what a 75-year-old gay man considers a fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, getting us back on track. um, First and foremost, Neil would have to just push you off of a cliff after that play wrap because your life would would end like you would just yeah. that would be it for you correct i think that's how we end anyway so uh, yeah. in a wheelchair <laughs> off of a cliff at some point that's how uh, i'm but, gonna end probably soon <laughs> with the way the world is going yeah no truly shit. all of us so in sync explodes he's obviously the front man of the band it is absolutely unhinged like it is beatlemania like it is truly the only thing that I, in my opinion, that's come close to it in recent years is uh, One Direction, which yeah. like, we were too old I, for. But like, I don't even think it's that it's that big. I think NSYNC was bigger than than yeah. One Direction. They were definitely close. I remember the day that it was announced. So I'm looking at Wikipedia that No Strings Attached album in 2000 sold 2.4 million copies. And when it did, it was on the front of the New York Post. And I remember teenagers at a newsstand in Herald Square, like fighting over buying copies of the Post because it had NSYNC on the front of it. And I was like, this is insane. That is a newspaper. (laughs) It's not, (laughs) no one's going to care. When Bye 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 was the, because that was the single of No Strings Attached, we would record it on a cassette, like from the radio because like you could until the album came out right. you couldn't hear it unless you listened to the radio and like waited for it so we would like record it on a cassette on the radio to then be able to play it whenever we wanted to and we would just play it over and over and over and over again that is crazy I, i'm surprised that you're that you're in an age group that you still do that because i used to do that i used to to record and i would record i re- remember recording when doves cry on the radio when i was when I was 13, because the album didn't come out yet. The Prince album. We're like the last generation that still had that. Like, I'm yeah, the last I'm generation of humans. Say that, that I knew this was a thing. <laughs> Holly's like, oh, really? um, what's a cassette? <laughs> Definitely no cassettes, but I did. Yeah, I had no concept of like needing to ever record a song from yeah. the radio. Because I think. I sounded horrible. It By really, the just time I was like, consciously making my own music choices, I do believe. <laughs> There might have been CD players in cars. <laughs> What's a car? I'm the last like generation that's like remembers yeah. what it was like before the internet. You know what I mean? Before we could just get anything at mm-hmm. any time that we wanted. And so it was Beatlemania. All this to say, it was Beatlemania. In sync skyrockets to fame. Justin Timberlake is then dating Britney Spears. That then becomes, you know, not only are they so famous. It then skyrockets him even more because he's now dating the most famous person walking this planet, Britney Spears, mm-hmm. at the time. They're together. They're saving their se- themselves for marriage, quote there unquote. There is denim absolutely everywhere. I mean, it's yes. just flying off the shelves in our faces. They're wearing denim underwear, denim turbans. They won't stop. They'll never stop. I have a question, actually, about that. Was this the start of the saving ourselves for marriage purity, like renaissance in Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. As I was going to say, it carried on to like, I don't know, 10 years post that. But I'm trying to think if there was any other 
popular person at that time preaching purity. Not really. And it was, it wasn't even that it was like, she was saying that she was preaching that everyone should do this. It was more that like, she was pressured to like, not be a slut, like, which is like a huge part of like, everyone's comments about JT, like now after like Me Too happens, and then everyone kind of like, drudges up all this old stuff about them is that like, Basically, like she's pressured by her management society, the church, her southern society, yeah, all to be like, you can't fuck yet. Like you need to be a virgin, even though your dad is quite literally pimping you out to America to make money off of mm-hmm. you. Like you have to be a virgin because that's the only way any of this stays okay right. is that you're not actually fucking people, which is like terrible. Oh but they're like, but please wear your thong on the outside of your pants. We yeah, do exactly. Like that. Yeah, like, however, yeah, however, your underwear will be on the outside. <laughs> like, we will <laughs> see your hold. <laughs> please hold this python. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> on live, on live we will. We will see your pubic bone in every shot of your low rise jeans. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, however, <laughs> like them legs better be closed for business. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I mean, that's so many thoughts about that. Just just the purity you know, comments then, especially post Justin Brittany breakup, you know, some of the interviews Justin did where he was talking, being asked, oh, did you sleep with Britney Spears because of the rumors of the cheating and him, I think eventually in one interview saying, okay, yeah, quote, without saying this, okay, yeah, I fucked her. Explosion. Explosion. Again, allegedly, Britney Spears cheats on Justin Timberlake with Wade Robson, who is one of the accusers of Michael Jackson. Justin then dumps her and is upset, but then reveals to everyone that like we actually weren't, even though we said we were saving ourselves from marriage, we didn't, and I had sex with her, and outs her, and then that's like a media firestorm for Britney Spears, and Justin does not receive any flack for any of this, and it's like, that's something, again, in post, like, in 2022, we're talking about that, not at the time at the time it was like Britney Spears is a whore whereas like that's the first time of like his many times where he just like reveals things whether it be information about Britney Spears Janet Jackson's breast or like you know other things Mm -hmm. that like then the women then take the fall for it and he's like still has a squeaky clean image even though he's the one being like fucked up towards it I mean can you even believe that Britney Spears was in some sort of like purity no. moment like 20 years ago and now she like goes on Insta instagram live like, she's like completely yeah, naked hi y'all i got a <laughs> tattoo on my clit today y'all want to see I'm, I'm on this pole that sounded like paula dean every time i do britney spears it's paula dean and the thought of paula dean having a tattoo on, a pole, having on her on clitoris a makes me not want to eat for weeks ever again <laughs> yeah. hey y'all Paula oh Dean here. Let yes. me show you this tattoo on my clitoris. Stop doing it. I hate it. I hate it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween is done. I'm going yeah, as no, naked for Paula real. Dean. For I, real. All I have to do is shave my chest. All I have to you do is shave my have, chest. I have the whole costume. You, you already have a blue buttoned up shirt you can just throw on. And I'm just, just going to go nude as Paula Dean. I'll wear my own <laughs> granny panties and then just I mean, go shirtless. You could, you could poo bear it. You could do... Blue button up and then a big, you know, area to show the clit tat. Yeah. No pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, oh, y'all. Lord. 
But no, it is laughable that Britney Spears at one time was like supposed to be saving herself for marriage. It is. It is an absolute comedy. Justin then goes solo. And he's the biggest celebrity in the world. He does Cry Me a River and goes on tour with Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears' biggest competition. Remember the Justified and Strip tour? I do. Mm-hmm. God, I forgot about that. And now I, I am, even though I'm mad at Justin Timberlake, I am mad at myself that I didn't go. Yeah. Oh, that was like the era's tour of the time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. people were like losing their minds. And that was like when Beautiful came out. Like that was like a time. So Crimey River is like the song he writes about the breakup with Britney and like has a model in the music video that looks exactly like her wearing a fedora like Britney wears. And like, it's very obvious that he's writing the song about her. And that's why stuff like that is why he, t- he gets a lot of shit for now. betraying all the women that he's been associated with because it wasn't just like, oh, this is a song. This isn't Taylor Swift writing a song about one of a handful of, of people that she may have dated. This is him on his debut album using the celebrity of someone that he dated um, and sullying her. And and literally, not just sullying her, but ripping off her look, like deliberately coming for her and launching a solo career. I mean, there were other singles on the album, obviously, but Cry Me a River is a pretty iconic video and song in his... Uh, catalog you know so it's sort of like trashing britney was was at the base of his solo stardom that's why he gets a lot of shit for i know he i feel like he's really started his solo career on like a male revenge fantasy you know he because it it didn't stop there there was crimea river then i think it was the next album what goes around comes around i'm not quite sure what album that was on but that music video again like very clearly brought britney spears you know, get over it, bud. This is a couple years later. And I think if I'm not mistaken, one of the lines is like, Taylor's oldest time, girl, you got what you deserved. And the video ends with Scarlett Johansson dying in a car crash. And it's like, he could not stop at Crimea River. He had to then kill her in a video. Wow. I didn't know that's where this is going. When when you were like saying that she got what she deserved, I I assumed it was gonorrhea or something like that. I didn't know that it would be <laughs> manslaughter. Good yeah, lord. Taylor's, that's vehicular a vehicular manslaughter. As well. So. <laughs> Jesus. That was his like Eminem era where he like wanted like to like call death upon her. You know what I mean? Like think about like all the songs are like Eminem is like saying that he wants to murder the mother of his children. Right, right. Maybe that was every white man's Eminem era. Yeah. Every straight white man failing upwards Eminem era. Well, um, this brings us to 2004, obviously, for the biggest mm-hmm. scandal of his or anyone's career, really. This this was an absolute catastrophe that shook the world. <laughs> it was. <laughs> No, it was needlessly. I mean, the most truly, in retrospect, the most ridiculous scandal in the history of modern scandals. It was a titty. Like, I can't believe the amount of people that got bunched about this. Like, it's still decades later, almost now decades later, it's still... Hilarious. I watched the recent Janet, the miniseries on Lifetime. It destroyed her for a time. And he, Mm -hmm. 
was again in in typical JT fashion not taking the brunt of any of it and i remember that he did win a grammy a few weeks after and was very sullen remember when he accepted the award and he was just like i want to apologize to everybody um for whipping out uh janet's bejeweled titty uh during family <laughs> hour Dominic. on the super bowl and yeah. i accept this grammy and britney spears is uh, a whore and i am your golden <laughs> god thank you and then went on to have decades more and they were like career. yay yeah like and they were like yay and then meanwhile they were like janet jackson don't you fucking dare even seriously don't even they dream about thinking about coming to the grammys this year yeah. they like would no one would throw janet whore. a crumb for yeah. years, basically. For years. Yeah. Still now, basically. <laughs> yeah. Even after an Oprah interview, nobody like her career. I really, it effectively ruined her career. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Every single person on the, the, with internet access was like, remember whenever like this happened and we all acted like it was the end of the world and also then ruined a woman's life because of it. And the man that caused it to happen quite literally walked free and didn't take any of the brunt of any of it. Do you think if it happened today that he just would have been arrested? Because like times are very different now. Would they have just arrested him for assault on the spot? Would he have spent the night in jail? We would have strung him up right then and there. Like it would, we have, would have, we would have crucified him on live television and put Janet Jackson on the $5 bill after that yeah. as, <laughs> to apologize for her. Which is like, which, which again is like overcorrection of like, this person now needs to like, it, this is like the Coliseum level of like, right. we need to make this person like want to kill themselves because of how much hatred <laughs> we want to have for her. it's like the other way that now it would happen. But mm -hmm. all this to say skates right through it again. Then is at that point, is future sex love sounds out at that point? No. No, that came out after the Super Bowl. That because the Super Bowl was in 2004. His second album came out in 2006. And that was future sex love sounds, right? That is future sex love sounds. Because yeah. I remember that coming out and being like, oh wow, he's really like like this is Michael Jackson. Like this is like he's solidifying sure. like how good of an artist he is. Mm-hmm. And, and was, then, I mean, at that point, unstoppable. Like, yes, I remember 100%. sitting with a boyfriend watching him perform on television around that time after Future Sex came out. And we were like, this is the greatest male entertainer of our generation. I mean, I'm a little 100%. But of our musical generation. Like, we were like, this is, he, he was the heir apparent to Michael Jackson. He really was. Yeah, he was so good. I remember going back and watching old clips of him from this time. And I was, yeah, I was at this Stage, I was probably about 13, 14. And I was absolutely straight up watching this, being like, I, is this, am I pregnant now? Is that how that works? Because <laughs> this is. <laughs> I just think I constantly had that in the back of my head. I've been impregnated by through my screen. It's so good. <laughs> Sexy Back was on that album, and it was number well, one yeah, for seven that was weeks. The big, that was the lead single to the album. He did bring it back too. And Holly, that is the album that What Goes Around Comes Around was on, was okay. on that second one. So and he, he was really still was. Britney Spears' I name in She should have been a dead horse at this point, but he kept beating her on this album. Like he just wouldn't stop. He's like, I'm, maybe he's superstitious that he can't have a successful album unless he trashes Britney oh, Spears with innuendo. Maybe. 
oh, maybe should we go back and comb through more recent albums? Even Man in the Woods. I'm like, well, did they have sex in the woods? I don't know. Well, maybe you know, maybe Brittany <laughs> will cover all this in her book. You know, Brittany's book oh, is coming yeah. out soon. And I, I, I'm the, the Justin chapters are the ones I'm most intrigued to read. Oh, God. Do I don't really care about Sam Asghari or her parents. Or I, I just want to know about Justin. I want yeah. her to intimately describe her passionate moments with him. I hope there's like an audio book for it as well. Future Sex Love Sounds has like Sexy Back, My Love. Remember that song? Great song. Oh, yeah. Um, that whole album is good. It's all good. I even liked fucking Four Minutes to Save the World with Justin and with, Madonna. I thought that yeah. was a good song. I listened yeah. to that that to death. And let's not forget I, that I, he started being an actor at this point. Do you remember he was in the social network for five minutes and was trying to mount an Oscar campaign? And we were like, Justin... Easy does it, girl. Like, and people were like, Z does it behind him. People were behind him in that. And I was like, You, he did nothing. That role was the easiest role I've ever seen in my life. Like, we, any of us here could have done that role tomorrow. Yeah. But all this to say, he kept getting movie roles. He then is on SNL every week, every Mm -hmm. week for no reason at all. Just like, so at this point, he's really hot. He's very good. He's a great dancer. He's a great singer. And now he's insanely funny and, and holding it on par with the best comedians. I mean, in retrospect, in America, BFS was just <laughs> at the time, but you know, who's counting all, I mean, like everything's looking up for him so far. And then he goes away for a little bit, comes back with the 2020 experience, which again, like that album came out right as I was moving to New York. And that was like, it was everywhere. Like mirrors. I see. I, that's when I stopped, I think, following his career as closely. I know. But is that album, which is, I know, so popular songs. and a big. Like, yeah, Suit and Tie. Remember that song? Mm. Yes. Like mm-hmm. he had a whole renaissance again where he then like, again, was like, I'm the next Michael Jackson. Like, I think you guys all forgot about it. And let me tell you about it. Right. You know what I mean? Because it was sort of billed as like a comeback. Yeah. And then he... and I forgot about the whole Cameron Diaz. Remember he dated Cameron Diaz for a long time. Oh my God. God. How do you not date Cameron Diaz? We assume you're a good person if you're dating Cameron Diaz. Wikipedia says that in 2003, he was briefly linked to Baby Spice. That makes sense. But that's like like publicity. That's like they went on major... Well, they probably just fucked in a restroom at a club somewhere. Or pre- or pretended to so that the paparazzi could take photos of them. How do you what, pretend? Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that maybe they dry humped in there rather than like. No, no, no. Went. I just mean like. <laughs> so I'm, sure that was a, I'm sure that was like a publicity stunt on the, both of their parts. Um, I believe that's called frottage. I hate you so much. <laughs> and so. He, <laughs> you're such an idiot. <laughs> So the thing is, is like at the 2020 experience, the concert that he put on for that was with Jay-Z. Do we forget this also? I have not forgotten that. It's always been bizarre to me. It has always been weird. He, again, like eclipsing everyone, just being like with like the best mind of music ever is like, I'll do a concert with you. Sure. You like white idiot. You know what I mean? Like, and he's like, okay. And then like they do a concert together. It's like pandemonium. And then he goes away from music for a long time. For how long? When, when did when did um, that album, when did uh, 2020 Experience come out? I have to put my glasses on because I'm looking at this Wikipedia entry about him. And it said that in July 2002, he bought a house 
owned by Helen Hunt. And I thought that it said that he had <laughs> dated Helen Hunt. And I thought that I should step down as the co-host of this podcast because I didn't know that there was a period of time where he had dated Helen Hunt. Yeah, that would have been. What a PR move. Baby Spice, I mean, for Helen a million Hunt. reasons. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's like Ripley's Believe It or Not is what that is. Because <laughs> <laughs> then he does the Super Bowl again. And it was like, he had this album called like Man in the Woods. Wait, what was it called? Let me like actually figure out what it's called. He's apologized a lot. And that's something we need to focus on. How many apologies has this man had in his career? When we keep taking him back, that's the bad part. Is that like, he does that. He then has this Man in the Woods like thing. And the thing that sucks is that he then does this like different sound that is like more like, not country, but like, just not Justin Timberlake, like the next, like the the prince of pop. And right. he does the Super Bowl. And a lot of the songs, he was wearing that weird like mountain shirt. Do we remember this? Barely. The little kid was like videoing like him while he was like singing with the little kid. Do you remember that? Oh, I do remember that. Remember the kid yeah. was like videoing. It was like FaceTiming his friend and like Justin Timberlake's like right next to him, like performing at the Super right. Bowl. And the little kid like stole the show. Like he has that Super Bowl performance, which is supposed to be like his big comeback to the Super Bowl. And it fell for the first time ever. He like falls flat mm-hmm. and it like was terrible. No one liked it. They all thought it was songs were weird. It just like wasn't the performance that they like wanted it to be. Well, and they were already bitter that he was going to be there, that he had been invited back. And, uh, Janet had not. So there was already just severe animosity toward him even coming anyway. And that that whole, from what I understand, that whole debacle was choreographed by. <laughs> I wanted to say it was choreographed by Helen Hunt. And I, 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 I literally couldn't get it. <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my mouth. It's so, Scott, I am so, when we approach 9 p.m. when we're recording this, I start to get like deliriously stupider than I normally am. Anyway, Helen Hunt Hunt choreographed that number. That's why it fell flat because she's, Helen Hunt is many things. A dancer is not one of them. No, it sure is not. (laughs) And then coming from suit and tie, I feel like, you know, that rebranding of, elegance, class, you know, sophistication yeah. a little added on to his maturity. Then he goes and does like runway duck dynasty. I don't quite know the direction it took, but it was not mm-hmm. good. <laughs> but the other thing that's really bad that happened to him re- in I think it was like during the pandemic is that he was doing that movie and he like there mm-hmm. were pictures of him like holding hands with his co-star yes. while Jessica Beale was like laying in bed pregnant with his child. And he did like the Instagram notes app apology that was like, I drank a lot. And although nothing happened with my co-star at all, like I was like disrespectful to my wife, blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. And everyone was, was like, just Why holding your hand. And, right. and again, that was like, yeah, he was just holding your hand. Like they did absolutely did not have sex. Like, he definitely didn't sexually assault her. Like, right. He definitely. You are they only. Definitely, yeah. You're you're yeah. only if you're a man of his age, you're only holding someone's hands if you are then going to place it on, on your, your own dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I mean, stop with and, the apologies. 
because that happened, I'm pretty sure that's why everyone was like, let's dig back and see like what else he did that was horrible to women. Oh, here's the laundry list of things he did to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. Like, let's just right. yeah. trot this out right. onto the internet, which then made mm-hmm. him really like that really fucked his shit up. Yeah, he wades it out though. He waited this out. Yeah. Because I think that happened in 2019, actually. I think it was right before the pandemic. And then 20, I feel like I didn't hear much about him over the pandemic besides, you know, the rumblings of coming, bringing back up the old interviews or whatever that started to trickle when the Free Britney movement. And then I have a little personal anecdote about him. I think. Please, I've been waiting. (laughs) Yes, please. I I have to be careful. There's NDA involved, NDAs involved. Um, so I, so oh, we have a, we have a thing with the federal government where your NDAs are not, everyone's released <laughs> from them for this podcast. Oh my God. Okay. Then I actually have a lot to talk about, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't say who the, my connection is or what the event was, but it was a very, very, very high profile event. One of the Copy. biggest of the years. I knew somebody there in attendance and was there all night. Uh, as soon as I talked to this person, I had to ask, like, give me all the scoop. Tell me everything about every celebrity. And this person was rolling their eyes when they brought up Justin Timberlake. Oh, my God. And said, first, firstly, his face. <laughs> I hope this sounds bad. Allegedly, his face was so red and puffy, like, immediately. No. Yes. And then wow. also, he didn't know how to order um, tequila, <laughs> which I just find. I that's find that's probably that's probably a through line in so many celebrities, though, where they just go to the bar and they go, um, I want a tequila and put it on those little frozen things. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, to be fair, he has been famous his entire life. Yes. So I, th- I imagine that being a, something that's very common for other people. To his credit, it was like there was dancing involved at this this event and the person I know was like, it was incredible watching him dance. And like, he is such a show-stopping dancer, even on a dance floor at an event, not being recorded or filmed or anything. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was kudos to him. And then I, the other thing though, this really stood out. I was like, well, how long were you there? And my friend was like, oh, I was there all night because he would not leave. He wouldn't, he by himself would not leave. And go home. I'm just saying, like, you you know, that notes app apology about the cheating, the alleged cheating, and saying, like, I was drunk and handsy. And then you hear he doesn't, he loves to drink tequila, doesn't want to leave a party. I, puppy yeah. red face. I, at the same time this was going on, I think I remember him being on Candy, the, the Hulu series with Jessica Biel. Oh, yeah. My, my first, like, thought when I saw oh. him in the show was like, whoa, his face is puffy. I immediately, if you go back and watch that, he looked rough. So this was well, not, it know, feels like a dark, dark time for him. Well, you know, that's, I mean, not for nothing. It's like when you grow up and from, I mean, you're in the Mickey Mouse Club as a child, your first boy band when you're like, what, probably 16 is an international phenomenon. And then mm-hmm. every single thing you do other than one thing basically is a humongous success like that's hard than when you're kind of like not really that big of a celebrity anymore. Like right, he's like, right. he's on that dance floor, like being like, remember me? You know what I mean? Like, he's like, remember sure. this, remember sexy back. And everyone's like, I'm a 20 yeah. year old influencer. I have no idea who you are. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. that's right. He's, he's like, dancing in basketball yeah, shoes yeah, and baggy khakis on a stage. Right. 
Yeah, Timothy Chalamet's like, sir, what? Like, like <laughs> I mean, that's hard, right? Don't you I think? Know. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I mean, is like, he that's old rough. enough to be Timothy Chalamet's dad? Not really. I think right? so. Yeah. Timothy hey Chalamet Siri, how old is Timothy Chalamet? You better bring that accent goo, bitch. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, Timothée, by the way. Which Timothée I refuse. Chalamet. I, I refuse. <laughs> I mean, so, like, that's the thing. is like, outside of, like, us coming down on him for, like, past crimes as a society, his main problem is that he's, like, not really that famous anymore. Like, he doesn't yeah. have the star power that he, like, used to have. Right. His biggest... Right? notable thing is trolls well that and dating helen hunt yes those are yeah. the two things he will always be known for no i forgot you know she i don't i don't know if she wants me known for that so sometimes i feel like i mentally forget oh what's hell. helen hunt doing where's helen hunt where is, hey siri hunt where is helen hunt <laughs> I have no oh idea God. what she's talking about. I don't know what Siri's talking about. She's definitely. Is Helen Hunt dead? Well, this is the thing. Siri, I believe, is on Ozempic and has not been eating like at all. She has no nutrients. And so you ask her about anything, she just answers with something about Helen Hunt. That's, that is literally her thing now. I don't know what she said, but I, Siri does not know where Helen Hunt is now. She's probably in hiding because she knows we're recording a podcast about Justin Timberlake. And whenever anyone talks about Justin Timberlake, they have to talk about Helen Hunt. So she's like, here we go again with the tweets. <laughs> Sorry, Helen. Oh, goodness. Free well, Helen Hunt. <laughs> free Helen Hunt. Is there really anything else we need to say about Justin Timberlake or do we feel good? I think we feel good. I think it's time to pitch. Okay, Holly, as you know, we now pitch our ideas and you are going to be the judge who decides which of these pitches is sent to Justin Timberlake. All right. Justin Timberlake. You've done a lot of bad things. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? Dominic's off the rails. I am off the, I am. It's my favorite part of every episode is when, when I pause. We, we have to start doing video of this because when you say the celebrity's name and then you pause so dramatically afterwards with this giant inhale. I feel like we're doing the listeners a disservice, a disservice. by not putting that oh, on yeah. a video holiday it's, card okay. for people it's to very, just you insert their own celebrities. It's very intervention, like you're sitting down your friend. <laughs> <laughs> it is exactly that. It is exactly that. It's how I feel, honestly, is that I'm like, a, I'm intervening on them. Any, I'm like about to tell them about all the reasons why they like need this, which is like what you do when you're like, this is why you should be going to rehab. Like Justin Timberlake, you have done some things that really are bad. However, much like we've pointed out in this episode, you have technically apologized for all of them. So there is a road to redemption. And although I can't, again, as I have before, steal the thing that's already happening as your pitch, what my pitch is is that I know that this Trolls movie is going to come out. You are probably going to reunite with NSYNC. You're probably going to have a hit song. What you are going to do is that when you obviously clearly do this reunion tour that I'm sure you're gearing up for, which is a very smart idea because I 100% 
would buy tickets and go see them perform the no strings attached album celebrity um sure the insync self-titled album like i'm there in a heartbeat what you need to do is have a sit-down interview with oprah winfrey you need to talk out all of this Every single one of these things, like this list that I have right up here, that's like BuzzFeed's like 20 times Justin Timberlake was problematic, but wasn't called out on it. You're going down the list, baby. You're going to be like, here's this, here's that, here's why this was bad, here's why this was great, here, and you are going to address every single one of these things. And you are also going to turn the mirror back on us. Because half the time that you did something shitty, it was because we, as a society, didn't hold you accountable to it. Hmm. You're going to, it's going to be a groundbreaking interview. There's going to be a lot of press. And I think that it's something where he needs to take ownership of it, but also show that, like, this was also society's doing as well. It's going to be hard because he has to toe the line between I'm sorry, but also like you guys also did this and not mm-hmm. seem like a prick when he does that, which is going to be hard. However, if mm-hmm. he pulls it off successfully, everyone forgives everything that happened. We forget about Crimea River and what goes around comes around and this is all erased. Mm-hmm. And then he can like move forward and come out with a new album or like, you know, whatever he's going to do with Sync, which I'm assuming is going to be a reunion tour slash maybe new music with them will then move forward and like I, give him a clean slate. And that's my pitch. Can I offer a name, a pitch for a name with, of what the interview should be called? Yes. The, I think it should be called the 2020 in is hindsight experience. The interview. Wowie wow. wee wow. <laughs> that's a, I mean, that is a great pitch. I mean, that's, that's a great title for real. All right. Um, I love Dominic. it. Dominic. Justin Randall Timberlake. (laughs) Courtney. Messiah. (laughs) Show me your dick. No, really, he should get an OnlyFans. That's my pitch. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That is not my pitch, but I would pay. You would sign up for it. We know, we know, we know. 100%. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's turned into a bit of like a daddy dork, but he's still, you know, he's he's still um, worthy. Of of uh, objectification on this particular podcast by this particular uh, homosexual Justin Timberlake. I think that on a midnight in the not too near future, I want to be texted by every person I know that a surprise single, a duet with Britney Spears, has dropped. <gasps> Wow. That wow. Is what I want. Wow. For both of you. I got chills. I Dominic, have chills. how fucking dare you? Oh my God. That's so fucking good. Oh fucking bitch. Fuck. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Um I not for well, first of all, you're about to get even more mad on bass. Playing bass in this single, Helen Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I you you know what I was gonna lean into but I almost I wouldn't put Janet in this category with him she's not he's not worthy of duetting with Janet and I wouldn't I wouldn't put her in the mix here but 
a, a Justin Brittany, a double denim reunion. Oh. And we just sit Jessica Beale down and say, this is the thing we're going to tell people they're fucking while they tour with this song. And you need to be quiet, Jessica Beale, because yeah, like, shut there your are fucking generations mouth. Yeah. of people <laughs> that need this, this to, to yes. happen. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. Wow. I thought she would take it. It solves a billion problems for him. Just duet with Britney Spears and that's it. And this is how easy it will be. Not only will Britney not have to be in the same room with you when the single's recorded, Britney won't even have to actually ever sing and send it anywhere. It'll just, it's, it, she'll just be a robot or a Dyson 5000 or a Roomba. We'll do this thing like it did on the Elton John duet. Yeah. It's like the Elton John thing. Like he carries a song and she just does some oohs and ahs. Like that's, yeah, she breathes on the track. That's what we like. That's all I need. All she needs to do at this point is send a voice memo on her iPhone that just goes to anybody. And they'll take that and turn it into a full blown symphony. hundred percent. And it'll be a fucking fucking. I hate, I'm so mad at you. How did I not think of that? How did I not think of this as a... I'm so pissed. I don't know. And you fucking talk about Britney Spears every 45 seconds like clockwork. It's like the sun setting around here. (laughs) I do do hope there's a little Britney doing a British accent in this song. You know, if I'm just going to make it my perfect song. She'll have a... That would be great. A hint of her... That would be great. That she loves to pull out. God, I, love I want so her. I want her on the in the cover art to be wearing the denim version of the outfit that she wears now. She wears it every set art: <laughs> toddler panties and a dish rag. Yeah, I know. To quote Dominic, which again I think about this every day. I swear to you, dish rags on top and child's panties on bottom. That's her like. That's her like uniform for every her Instagram time videos. she's on Instagram. That's what she's wearing. Yeah. But and the denim, the hair. God damn, oh, damn it. All right, Holly, go ahead and tell us who wins because it's not me. <laughs> I mean, world peace. We're talking about world peace here. I, I have to go I, oh, Correct. Correct. No, what, what? much deserved. Why? <laughs> much deserved. God damn I it. Did not come, I did not come to this broadcast with the pitch in mind. It came when we were talking about her. I'm just like, I just kept thinking, have they performed? together like since the mickey mouse show i i don't think so i don't ever no, recall them honestly even doing no. like yeah no, not in their and this is the time bring them back together they are they are the liz <sighs> taylor and richard burton of the late 90s and <laughs> early arts and it is time it is time for them to get back together <laughs> oh wow oh my god oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like spent, like I'm spent from this and I'm like rabid for this. Like I'm so upset that this is just a fantasy because I I would, I'm, I want to hear it so badly. There's just no way it would be bad. No, it could never be bad. It could never be bad. No. I don't know. I don't think we'd let I, I it, think be it be It'll be like, to, not to bring him up again, it'll be like Timothy Chalamet playing Wonka. The world will like it no matter what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Again, and again, like the like Dalton John song, like, she sounds terrible on it. It does, I, I'm like, hold me closer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, it's great. Like, I'm like, she's doing amazing. That's he not, sounds amazing. It's not like, even a song. No, Elton it's not John, even a song. Piece, it's like a ringtone. It doesn't qualify as a song. <laughs> <laughs> whoever really is, is like- writing whoever's writing Kylie Minogue's current stuff should write that Justin yeah, and 
Britney Correct. moment because they need just something like it's stupid and super catchy or whoever's writing Dua Lipa's stuff should definitely yeah. write this Justin. Yes. Britney, yes. Um, oh, track. and if, if they made it nostalgic in any way, like hearkening back to early two thousands, you know, maybe put a, a tox, a tox sing moment in the song. I'll take that. And again, it, none of this needs to happen. It can just be her in present on a track and we're all, Every single one of us is playing it over and over and over and over and over yeah. again. Even so. if she's just in a video for one frame behind him, just rolling her eyes <laughs> yes. and walking out, yes. I think that we would be satisfied Truly. with it. Truly. Like it could be one tenth of Kim Cattrall's cameo on Sex yes. in the City to make it <laughs> yes. worth it for us. Yes. And Particularly really you. A fedora like Crimea River walks out. Yes. Front facing, lights a match, throws it behind her, lights that house on fire. It's truly Holly. It's like, do you understand? Chris is now when we when he wears Shelly's wears Shelly's the end of this podcast. He's going to write this song because he's going to he's going to single handedly make this duet happen, and he's not going to rest. This needs so to much. happen. Thank you for thank this you for your collective work today. I mean, so oh. much healing has been has started for me. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to heal your entire generation. Who says the elderly aren't wise? No, it truly. Is. Truly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a lot of work to do. So, Holly, where can people find you? Yes, let's let you let's let you have a break before you have to go through the hardest part of your life writing this song. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to every AI website and just screaming, write me the Britney Justin comeback single now. <laughs> and like make them all like, like do it against each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Maybe that's what they've been pro- working towards all along. They've been collecting our data to do this. Um, God, I wish you can find me. I would say most active on Instagram at Holly Brown comedy. I'll post all my show dates, all my deets, um, there, and I'll be probably doing some tours this fall in October and a lot of shows around Los Angeles. Yeah. October. I'm getting married in October. So I'm taking congratulations so much. Um, it's to Helen Hunt. I <laughs> knew that she was a lesbian. We have finally have confirmation. There is no more allegedly. Helen oh, Hunt is marrying goodness. Holly Brown. Mm-hmm. The theme is Oktoberfest. Everyone will be in Lederhosen because it is a lesbian wedding. It'll Holly, be- congratulations. Yeah, it'll be. We'll be serving. <laughs> we'll be serving Hunty. You know, very Hunty. Oh, I yeah. bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dominic, where can people find you? You can go to my website, which is dominterry.com, and my socials are at Dominic Pupa. Chris DeRosa, I have only one question for you at the end of this podcast. Where can the people find you? You can find me at the Chris DeRosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. Please write a review and let us know who you want us to fix next. I wish you both well, and as always, where's Shelly? Goodbye. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, 
and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.